What happens to the stock market now that the election is over? Will the market go up or will it go down? And what does history tell us about the stock market after elections? And does history even matter? In today's show, we will discuss the stock market and the effect the elections have on it. I can tell you the effect they've had on me. This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. It's me, Dan Wendell, owner of Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Short. Today is Election Day 2020, literally. We are recording this on the day of the election, and I did that on purpose. Even though we're going to be talking about the election results and how the market behaves, I wanted to do it without knowing who was going to win. What do you think, Tony? Well, it's going to be interesting. I mean, wow. Talk about everyone on both sides is saying this is the biggest election in history, you know, of course, in our lifetime, at least. I'm sure people were saying that about other elections back in the day. However, it's a big one and it's very contentious, so it will be interesting. But today, as we're recording this podcast, as you say, it's November 3rd. It's also my daughter's 18th birthday, Dan, and I went and voted with her this morning. It was her first. She turned 18 on the 3rd, so she was able to vote today. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. That is cool. She voted, got a receipt that her vote counted. She was already in the book. She had that taken care of. So we went to our polling place. Uh, She was on the list. She signed the document. They found her on the list. She voted, and she's very proud, very excited. And she turns 18 today. So I have an 18-year-old daughter today. What do you think of that? Wow. Well, that's kind of scary. So that's... It is. But... She's a good girl, right? She's driving. Oh, she's super, super bright, and she's a very mature for her age. So she's eighteen, going on fifty, basically. and she's balancing out your son, your oldest. <laughs> no, he's pretty good. He he's pretty wow. good. Wow! So we he's still a, have to wait for your youngest. That's going to be your. There thing. you go. That's there it the. Is. Yep. Yep. Well, the, that that is the that is the problem. Yeah. Well, I too voted today with my wife. We didn't bring the kids because we'd let them go to school first. No, I would, you know, I kind of wish that I waited, but I think it might be a little chaotic after school and I was going to take him before school, but that didn't work out because I was sleeping, but, um, <laughs> no, no, well, we voted and I don't know what's going to happen, Tony. I'm not sure, but I wanted to talk about what the stock market's going to do because a, a lot of the questions I get from my clients is about what to do with their investments leading up to the election. And I think we had the same conversation four years ago, if I recall. Um, I just felt it was a little bit more crazy four years ago for whatever reason. I, I don't know, because there's a lot of unknowns. But um, still, this is going to be interesting. Um, I'm not. We're not going to talk about who we think is going to win, Tony. Um, but I think we 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 can take a guess. Why don't we take a guess? Who do you think is going to win? Because we're recording this on election day, so we don't really know. Yeah, we don't know. And I think it's a toss up at this point. I think to go either way, um, you know, I, one minute I think, oh, 
for sure Trump. And then I'm like, no, Biden might pull this one out and, and yeah. surprise folks. But I think it's whether they count the 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 um, the pre votes, the people who voted in advance. A lot, the a lot of people did that this year. Mil- mi- tens of millions of people. They say it's amazing. A uh, hundred million people voted early, which is uh, unprecedented. And they, you know, rumors are that the majority of the early voters are Democrat, and the majority of the voters who vote on election day are going to be the Republicans that vote today. But you know, that's not across the board. That's uh, that's conjecture. So. We don't know. It's like the polls. You don't know. Well, tell me what the weather was like up in Minnesota today. It was is that going to be a deterrent? No, no. Nope. Nope. I actually Beautiful had to put on today. long pants today. Um, oh, in, you're in wearing Florida. the long pants. No yes. short pants for you. No, today, huh? it was in the 60s when I went to vote. Ooh, so I, yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, like, it's Whoa. actually going to hit the 60s this week. It's not quite there yet. It's a little cooler, but not bad. It's sunny oh, out. It's nice. So you have a heat dry. wave. Heat wave. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heat wave. Yeah. Well, you know, we've heard a lot about the election this year, right? Oh. Uh, maybe more than we want to. Although you're yeah. you're a junkie, so you love all that. I do, I am a bit of a political junkie. Yeah, I like so fli- you, I like I like flipping between Fox and CNN and laughing at both at both. Uh, do you, so. Well, you can always swim across the river if you don't like the results and go to Wisconsin, right? <laughs> right. So I'm you, right you across. I literally can see Wisconsin uh, across the river from the town I live in, Stillwater. So. <laughs> Uh, yep, yep. I you, can just you go. wave. You wave with your with your nose up, don't you, at Wisconsin? Um, I'm not gonna make that comment here. We might have some <laughs> lovely people from Wisconsin, but yeah, I do need a passport to get into Wisconsin, and mine's not up to date. Uh, and I do like you have to get certain shots before you go in there. But well, uh, if, and if you don't like way either state votes, you can always head north, go into Canada. That's true. You know, they I don't want us that. though. They've actually put out. Every year on election day, they they put out a statement, uh, a press release for Canada. You you know this, right? This is legit. They put out a legitimate press release that says, you know, we are not accepting. You know, Americans cannot come here. They cannot move here. Because <laughs> 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 every year people threaten to move if their candidate doesn't win. It's hilarious. right. Yeah. Well, you would you would move down south anyway. Maybe Bahamas or something. <laughs> yeah, I go to Key West because that's not like that's really not part of America anyway. Yeah, it'll be a state one day though. It will. So, um, all right. They wanted so to ha- be their own country for a while. They had their own passports, and I think they are. I think they. Yeah, are. Key West. Is so, awesome. <laughs> all right. So we have a lot of uncertainty about the election. A lot of noise about what the markets are going to do, depending yep. on if Trump or Biden win. Um, yeah, I it, was surprised this morning when we got up. The markets were out way up. On election day, so I remember watching the markets on election night of 2016 when it was projected. I mean, by everyone was saying Hillary was going to win, Hillary Clinton, and then um, Trump was winning, and it started the markets tanked, tanked when he started turning the corner. Um, the volatility was huge, and then he wound up doing well. The the markets wound up doing really well, but. Um, so anyway, I want to talk about what the markets are going to do. Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you what has happened historically, and that might be useful. And this might answer a lot of people that want to know, what do we do? What do we do after the election? You know, um, And the first day or today isn't going to matter. It's going to be over time, right? So Arbor right. published an article called Returns Fall and Volatility Rises Near U.S. Presidential Elections. And I read that article 
Uh, it's at arbor.com, like, you know, Arbor Day type thing. Yep. And um, what what they say is that election years have generally been more volatile in recent decades. And obviously 2020 is off the charts with volatility. But we just can't blame the election for that. We have this coronavirus thing still hot and heavy. So the, the pandemic's greatly impacted the market. So this one is going to be, you know... This time it's different, right? <laughs> you know, every time we say that. And if I hear you say <laughs> this is the m- most important election of our lifetime again, I've voted in probably seven or eight most important elections of my lifetime already. You know, I'm oh, going to vote for another one admit, in four years. You've got to admit this is a bigger deal. Oh, it's not. There's more at stake now. I think there is. Yeah, I think well, it's a, people let, think it is anyway. All right. Well, let's think who's going to be better for the economy. Who's going to be better for the economy? I'm going to say the winner is. Yep. All right. The winner. Because, I mean, it would be nice if, if that was an easy way to answer it, but um, there's a lot of different strategies, a lot of factors that go into the bottom line of what the market's going to do. But really, volatility is going to be here, and it's always there in the election year because we're going to have volatility. So it's going to go up and down, but volatility doesn't mean which direction it's going to go. It just says this is what's going to happen. It's going to move. There's going to be some movement. We saw it on election day today. The markets are up big. The few days before it was down. What is going on? No one knows. Everyone's scared. The unknown is forcing the market to make all this movement. So I was reading a Fidelity article called Presidential Elections and Stock Returns. And there was something consistent that they talked about when it comes to performance. It's based on where we are in the election cycle. So regardless of politics, Mm. the market tends to fare better in the last two years of a president's term than the first two, which is interesting. Yeah, that is you know, interesting. So, um, so why is it that the markets tend to do better in the second two years of the presidential cycle than the first two? Why Do you, what, do you have any ideas of why that would be? Well, I think when each new president, if a new person is elected president uh, or a new party comes in, their agendas they change things, implement their agendas, and it takes a while for them to take effect. Yeah, that's a good one. And yeah. and I, I think that's probably part of it, but definitely not all. And I think, you know, it's it's pretty broad. That's a broad, uh, you know, thing to put on it. I don't think and, it's that simple, but. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think a lot of times people, the incumbent, is trying to stimulate the economy, make things look good as they're going toward re-election. So in Trump's case, he, you know, you know, he was trying to make that market do really well because that is an indicator, you know, of oh, success. Sure. Right? I, I think that's been, you know, and that's, that's why a lot of people do like him because he's all about uh, the stock market and saying that drives the economy. Now, I know that, you know, if we're going to have this discussion, Dan, we have to look at uh, what makes the stock market go up and down and what one of the main factors is consumer spending. Absolutely. And we've so, seen spending so, go down big time will, this year. Yes. And so will consumer spending go up more? It, people are like, okay, if Trump gets back in, will he do things that is going to drive consumer spending? Or will Biden, uh, his policies enact more consumer spending? And I think that's what's going to lead to stronger stock market. But I mean, that, to me, that's one of the driving factors. But there are others and you might disagree. Well, 
I think the issue is you're right. It, what what the policies are, you know, in the beginning when a president gets elected, everyone's kind of like, well, what's this going to do? You know, it takes some time to get things going, like you said, but people are a little concerned. Like, what is this guy all about? Or, you know, what, what, are, what will happen? And so sometimes it's, you know, also the midterm elections, you know, the midterm elections impact the second half as well. So it's really impossible to know if it's a chicken or an egg that came first on this case. But what I do know is it's more than just the presidential election. It's more than just the president. You have to factor in the Senate and the House. So what I did is I looked up some some of the different combos of what's done well. And so you have you can have a Republican in the or a Democrat as a president controlling the Senate and then also controlling the House. Do you what would you think if you had a guess, Tony, what combination of president, House, Senate would you think historically has had the highest stock market returns uh, in history? My guess, I don't know for sure, but my guess is that it does worse when one party controls two or more. So I think it does better when you've got, uh, at least it used to, now with it being so partisan the last you know 15 years, maybe this isn't true. But I know growing up, I always thought it did better when if you had a Republican president, it would do better if you had a Democratic Senate and a Republican president or vice versa, a Democratic president and a Republican Senate or House. So I'm going to guess that I'm going to guess it does better when there's opposite, not all the same. Is okay. Am I right right. or wrong? You're you're absolutely correct. So that's what I thought. So here's here's so since 1933, the combination that's enjoyed the highest return of the stock market has been a Democratic president with a Democratic Senate and a Republican House of Representatives. Yep, yep. like Clinton. Which is, the, which is the complete opposite of what we have today. Yeah, yeah the Clinton years were really good. I mean, uh, low um, the uh, the national debt and um, all that went, was down. And, you know, we had a lot of compromise during those years. The Republicans controlling the House uh, they controlled a lot and made a lot happen. And there were a lot of partisan bills during that time. But uh, since then, <laughs> that hasn't been the case. Well, so. you're, you you hit it. You were right. And um, the the split makes it better. Do you have any idea what the returns were during that time? What would you, I mean, historically, what do you think the returns were when we had a Democratic president, Democratic Senate, and a Republican House? This is the best now. Keep in mind, this has been the best average return per year. Um, I don't, I don't know. I can't even venture a guess. What was it? Thirteen point six. Okay. Thirteen point yep. six. So, that's pretty darn good. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like I'll yeah, take I think that the all worst day. case scenario, the worst case, it would probably be if it's if every branch of government, legislative, um, uh, executive. House and Senate were all controlled by one party. If it Absolutely. was all conservative or all liberal, that would be the worst thing for the country, in my opinion. Absolutely. I think you have to have the balance in there. Um, and, you know, yeah. we saw we saw the majority of the influence. I think uh, George W. Bush, during his administration, he enjoyed, he had three of the four, or all three for a while. So, um you know, it, yeah. it didn't seem like he got a lot good done when he had the chance, you know, 
and I'm not ripping on Republicans or Democrats. Democrats have have really not fared well when they've controlled everything either. I'll tell you that. That's for I sure. would agree. So yeah. that would be you know not knowing who's going to win, regardless of who wins the presidential election. I'm hoping that there's a split with the House and the Senate as well, so that we don't have all three go in one direction, Republican or Democrat. I'm with you on that. I think that would be bad news for the economy or the a, a lot would get done, but not ha- half the country wouldn't like it. So there's going to be a lot of volatility um, yeah. right now. We have Republican president, Republican Senate and Democratic House. That hasn't fared too poorly either, though, Tony. Historically, that averages 10.8 percent per year. Right. It hasn't. So, it, it hasn't. It's been on an upswing since. Uh, when Obama was in office, he bailed out, you know, the auto industry and inherited quite a quite a bad situation with the Iraq war and things. Uh, and it was pretty bad, the economy and the market during that time. But then we saw 10 years of economic growth um, and, right. you know, and- started during the end of his term and continued through Trump's term. And so I but, uh, you know, Trump inherited the coronavirus, which hasn't helped. So. It's yeah. a mess right now. I mean, 2020, that, you can't you it, you can't look back like you asked the question. Uh, does it even work to look back? Does it does pass? You know, past performance does not guarantee future results. And especially 2020 is 2020. There is no other year like this. I mean, not that I've lived, not that my parents or even my grandparents have seen. My grandpa is 99 and he said, no, this has got to be the craziest I've ever seen. Well, he, he might. Make he, he didn't forget the war, the, the second world war, you know. No, nope, he didn't sure forget that, it, but that, that was probably pretty crazy. But that was over an extended period of time, it wasn't like a six month period, you know. And, it, and it, it affected things here somewhat, but not like the virus is affecting it, and not and it the partisan politics weren't as bad, right? Right, what he said. but if you go back to 1933 and going and and you look back regardless of everything except for this coronavirus, but we had pandemics in the past, but um, the market goes up regardless of politics, regardless of who wins. It's just another event in the passage of time. And I don't want to be philosophical here, but I will. I mean, it just doesn't matter. The larger picture is the economy and that's what drives the market. Markets go up and they more than they go down. I look, I have charts. I could prove this to you. I have charts that just show the market goes up over time, Right. that there are more positive years than negative period. And, but charts don't do well on the No matter who's president, no matter what party's in power. Exactly. uh, Yeah. I think that's the bottom line is that, and I know you've said this before, uh, we've talked a little bit about it, but Dan, you're right. and, And you've told me this before is, you know, the who's president doesn't really matter. Uh, the economy marches on, the markets go up and down, uh, presidents come and go, but the market will stay. And mm-hmm. if you have time on your side, that's good. Uh, you know, if you're retiring tomorrow, maybe not so good. Right. That's it. And and so people that are worried about what the market's going to do based on the election, they're really focused on the short term, which is yeah, that's short term thinking which is good for certain types of people, right? In certain situations. But for the long term, you just got to go with the flow, right? Yeah. Are now, you going to need that money that's in the market? Are you going to need to be taking that out next month? Then, yes, you, you should worry about how it's going to affect. I, I mean, it's legitimate. But for the rest of you, if you're, if you're, if you know, you know, if you're five years away from retiring, who cares? There'll be another president election 
presidential election before you even touch any of that money. Right. And hopefully so it doesn't really matter. You'll remember the volatility that we're seeing now and say, I'm not going to do that when it's time for me to retire. So I don't care what we're dealing with. If we're dealing with a pandemic, an election, or whether or not, um, you know, Tony's daughter is going to make him dinner because you talk about her <laughs> being a pretty good cook, you know, oh, yeah. that's, that has just as much impact on short-term savings as uh, the election does, because you shouldn't be at all involved in any volatility if you're going to retire. The election it should be an afterthought. You know what I mean? You should have already right. taken your money out of the Right. Market. You should have a plan in place. And that's what we've talked about. I mean, the bottom line is we can wrap up the show, but, uh, you know, let our listeners know the bottom line is if you have a solid plan in place and work with somebody like yourself, you don't need to worry about the outcome of the election or what the markets do the day after the, the election. It is not even going to concern you, right? That's right. There is one more thing I want to bring up, though. Okay. And, that's, and, and we, we are recording this on election day. Um, what if we don't know who the winner is? What if we go back to dangling chads or hanging chads? Remember that? Yep. I was in Minnesota with you at that time. Um, we All had to those go to the people Supreme named Court. Chad who got hung. That's so sad. Oh, come on. That's bad. Think we might have some <laughs> Chad listeners here. That's, I mean, yeah, we, but that's what I'm saying. We don't want hanging chads. That's bad. No. <laughs> a, no, a bad it, joke. It, but the the thing is is you're right i mean they're already talking about oh you know mail-in ballots and we're not going to count any ballots that can't that can't be counted by the end of today or, you every know, state's I mean, got their own stuff. rules pennsylvania's yep. in the crosshairs they got their rules that are going to allow them to go a week out i think or more and you know people in florida were like well we don't you know we can't talk though we had bush gore that was a nightmare but like <laughs> what you nightmare. know but someone over in, in in new york might say hey you know we we had our act together this is what the way we do it well we're not in new york we're in pennsylvania now and that's the problem so you know, every state's got their own rules and that could cause more volatility and unknowns. So that will maybe make this volatility go even longer than normal. Um, so ongoing volatility could be an issue. So how do we respond to this, Tony? What's the takeaway? You're right. Take a deep breath. Historically, it doesn't matter. Um, markets have responded favorably to both Democrats and Republicans in office. But, the, you know, if that's not enough, Go take a walk. If, if knowing that isn't enough, take a walk, avoid emotions, look at your risk tolerance. That's a biggie. You know, if you're, if you're experience, experience, take a walk or take a shot of tequila, take a shot of tequila. Exactly. Um, if you, if you're thinking, Hey, I, I don't like this volatility. I'm, I'm not stomaching it. Well, well then obviously your risk tolerance is off. Your, your portfolio is not invested right. pro properly, right? Look right. at your timeline. Like you mentioned, Tony, if you're going to, need that money soon, then you shouldn't be in the market, shouldn't be worried about this. And then I would say, last one, consider a tax strategy. That's one thing that I would say you could really respond to with these elections is knowing who the president is. Now you might know, all right, what are the tax changes and how can I benefit and position my assets so that I benefit from the new tax laws that may come out? Or if th things are going to change, let me get in while, while they're still available. So have a plan, stick to it and vote. I mean, Obviously, this we've recorded this on election day, so you're hearing it afterward. But vote next time. Vote at the midterms. Just vote. That's that's the takeaway. Close your eyes. Don't worry about the stock market. If you have a plan, if you don't have a plan, don't worry about the election. Worry about your plan. Get a plan and vote. Right. That's the key right there. And I think that uh, 
I, I, I think the Jimmy Kimmel said it best last night. He said, uh, I can't describe how I'm feeling right now. The best way is that I'm somewhere between Christmas Eve and the night before a liver transplant. <laughs> well, <laughs> he said me. last night, uh, the best way to describe how I'm feeling right now is somewhere between Christmas Eve and the night before a liver transplant. I love it. Well, my only recommendation to you, Tony, personally, was get a bucket or a sponge to wipe up your tears if it doesn't go your way. <laughs> I know you get emotional about these things. Right. I'll be here. to. You could cry on my shoulder no oh, matter what come happens. On. Come on. I'll That's be the voice of happen. reason for you. That's not going to happen. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, great show today and uh, a great topic. We'll see where that market goes, and maybe we can talk about that in a week or two, see where we're at, right? Sounds good. If you're listening and you don't have a plan and you're this this market's freaking you out or the elections really got you down, stick take some time, create a plan. Look at your finances. Have an have a plan so you can go into these things, these events like a pandemic, like an election and ride it out and not panic, right? That's the key. Best way to reach me, dolphinfinancialgroup.com. All right, sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.